Curious Minds asks the questions that might seem crazy, but when you look at the data, some things might not seem so crazy after all. For example, have aliens ever lived on Earth? Do you really want to know the answer? Crazy Curious Minds is not afraid to investigate the issues important to the survival of mankind like extinction, aliens, world events, and the paranormal. Hosts Tony Tiora and Chad McKinney talk from locations on the opposite sides of the planet in search of the truth. Is the truth hiding in plain sight? Let's, Let's find, find out. out. Hey everybody, uh, thank you for tuning in to Crazy Curious Minds. I'm uh, Chad McKinney, along with my co-host and longtime friend, Tony Tiora. And uh, we're both authors, so make sure you pick up our books. That's Are you already advertising on this show? You <laughs> yeah. didn't even mention this is episode number two, Chad. You're this supposed to mention the episode. Two. I let you do the second one and you screw it up, right? You see how quick that turned? <laughs> I mean, what, what's the, what, what, is the, what is the name of this episode number two? Do you remember? Did you prepare I for do. this one? I do. Telepathy in the Cosmic Consciousness. Okay, good. You're supposed to say, do you even have a script written there? Because I told you to prepare. <laughs> I got um, a little something. I tell you, we're never going to make money on this show. But, you know, then again, Chad, every business that I've been involved with you in, as long as I don't lose lots of money, it's kind of like a win for me. You know what I'm saying? Why, why do you think I jumped so quick on those book sales, Tony? <laughs> we don't get those, those episodes yeah. later. Yeah. We got to get to the book sales quick. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're going to go from like 10 to 11 next week after this episode of book sales. <laughs> I saw all your I reviews, right? Well. Like I saw, you know, I thought it was interesting, you know, because I was looking at your Amazon statistics. I was talking to you, right? And I was like, how many books did you sell? And you're like, you sold 10. And I was like, but that doesn't make sense. He's got 10 reviews on his thing. You know, usually <laughs> well, like only like one in a hundred does the review, right? So It costs like, me a lot of money for those. No, <laughs> you can't play. They're, they're all, all legit. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> everybody to do a review of your book? <laughs> oh, well, I know we're joking here. I, I know you got some people actually, and, and, and joking aside, and I'm not just saying this for anybody who's listening because we don't have any fans yet on this station probably, but um, I liked your book. I actually thought it was really good. And I'm not just saying, I really enjoyed Thank it. You. you know, I was, I was, I was actually impressed and, 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 you know, and I'm trying to practice my telepathy right now. You know, can you, can you feel my telepathy? I, pre I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. You, you know, I, it definitely was related to this uh, topic here and, you know, I, I uh, think you're an excellent teacher, man. You know, you helped, helped me with my writing skills from your books and everything else, you know, for so many years as well too. So I think it all spilled over, man. Well, so you know, you know why it helped because you ruined my eyesight from your first book, right? You gave me that first book. You know, you know what I hate? Like, like I'm not like a famous writer. Maybe I will be someday, but who, who knows? But you know, like people wait till that next one comes out. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> but you know, but I do know like a little bit about writing. And when I read your first book, I was just like, this guy's a friend of mine. And I really hate reading books from friends, you know, because you're kind of like almost forced to read at least like the first paragraph or two, right? Yeah. And I, and I could usually tell within like a paragraph or two, like, am I in trouble? You know? Yeah. And, <laughs> and my eyes started to water. I, I, I was like, I was getting a headache. And I was just like, I, I don't know if I can do this. And he's my friend. Yeah. <laughs> and you kept calling me and asking, hey, did you read the book yet? And I'm like, fuck, I can't even get through the first chapter. You know? <laughs> you know? So, 
But, you know, I tried slowly telling you, and, I, and, 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 you know, that happens, I think, to everybody, Chad. Your book, I think, is very well thought out, very, very intelligent. doesn't mean you're going to get any sales, but it's a nice <laughs> book. I like it. So why don't you jump I'll get as many as I can afford. <laughs> <laughs> why don't – yeah. I, like, I'm not doing this for the money, believe me. <laughs> I, you know, I, I quit my job. I make a hell of a lot more money working than I, than I am doing this. But I, but I am working part-time now, and I, and I enjoy my life so much more. So, that's, and that's um, what's important. It is. So why don't we, why don't we jump into the telepathy, cosmic consciousness, um, you know, stuff that we want to talk about. It's related to our first episode, which was, you know, um, you know are there aliens on Earth? And if we were ending with, like, if there were aliens, they probably, you know, don't communicate normally. It's probably telepathy. So what the heck is telepathy? and the cosmic consciousness, Chad. What, what do you think that is? Well, I, I think it's all related. I think there's a singularity in which co- consciousness functions. And, you know, as we function through this illusion of time, we pull from it in different uh, areas, different respects, different dimensions, uh, different moments, but all of the same moment, which I know sounds very paradoxical. Mm-hmm. Telepathy from my understanding is basically, you know, I know that people to sound cheesy is to read each other's minds, but I would just more describe it as the ability to communicate without, I can't think of the right word. Like, well, you know, Chad, let's get real. Like, I mean, people watch science fiction movies and stuff. Someone just looks at them and they're like, wow, this guy spoke to me. It's in my head. You know, they're not Mm -hmm. using words. Right. But like, there's some kind of, like, if you think about it, cell phones are like telepathy, right? It's like, wow. You know, I talk into this little little black piece of plastic. It goes into space, and then it gets from you know Sapporo. Here I'm in Sapporo, northern Japan, and it goes to my friend, you know, in San Diego. Like, how the heck does that work? Like for you, that's like magic, right? I mean, you don't know how that works, do you? Yeah, I mean, I I mean, it's pretty amazing (laughs) that I could have a a date across town, and I can actually. I was going to take that three different jokes down. I don't think that's going to be good for the show. I'm going to stop where that was going to go. You don't. You can do that. All the bad jokes. I'm going to tell you right now. This show's not going anywhere. It's it's only going to be like something that your grandkids are going to look at and be like, "Wow, I can't believe they did ten episodes of this thing." You know. You know, I was going to throw an eggplant emoji joke in there, but I guess I'll I'll leave that for some other future episodes. Like, do you, like, you worry about being cor- correct? Like, you turned, like, 30-something now, and, like, you're worried about being politically correct? <laughs> like, when did, you know what? Is it because yeah. you're, like, on a, on a what? No, nah, I say fuck it. Let, let, let's I just run it. with it. <laughs> All right, run, run, with, run with what you wanted to say. Let's, let's actually go more back into telepathy. Telepathy seems to be the ability to communicate with the other, with one another, um, I, I would say almost beyond time space and without even having to use words that would, um, you could do it with symbols, you could do it with words, but like it doesn't need to be spoken. And that was where I was looking to describe it. And then I think we'll get into the, that'll lead us later on in the episode into the cosmic consciousness. But um, what, what are your experiences with telepathy actually? Well, I want to I jump back into like, like what is telepathy? And, and, and I have a lot of thoughts on this, but like, my, my thoughts are like, it's communication, right? Mm-hmm. The problem with communication is, like I was saying in the earlier episode, is that I don't think people can properly communicate anymore, right? People just scream, they get angry. They don't have the basics like in their brain of like logic 
you know, this, I think that like everybody should take a course, you know, like the fallacies of an argument, you know, like mm-hmm. what's a straw man, you know, what's, you know, like, like you attack, like people can attack somebody. They can say, you know, like it's a scientist that says, well, you know, I think that the DNA, you know, is made by aliens. Like that guy, Francis Crick, for example, you know, he's the guy who said earlier, you know, he got the Nobel prize. And he, and he says, like, I think the DNA was modified, genetically modified. People say, you know, I um, I don't, I don't like him. I don't, I don't believe his science is correct because I think he's a racist. He said something bad, you know. Yeah, well, you know, racist is not a good thing at all, right? Right. But that doesn't mean that, like, his other statement, you know, or they might say, oh, I caught the guy, you know, he had a, you know, he cheated on his wife. So therefore, his science is all bad. I mean, that's like a fallacy in an argument, right? So people just right. attack people. They try to say the person's bad, so I'm not going to listen to them, you know? So right. this is like your educational level. So like, you're going to have telepathy. You're going to It's communication, right? I and mean, this gets back to the early alien thing we were talking about. But um, what do I think telepathy is? It's, it's trying to communicate not with words, right? Mm-hmm. Words are like slow. You know, if you read a book, you, can, you know, you know, if you could like use this mind meld and like absorb a whole science book and learn everything, you know, that's great communication. But so you try to communicate with somebody without using words. And I think there's some, it's kind of like, the, like I said earlier, like the phone, like there's some waves that go out, you know, and, you know, like amplitude modulation for like your AM radios or frequency, mod, you know, they're modulating the signals. So, but if two people are communicating, like there's a lot of twins, right? There's tons of case studies out there. Once again, as you said earlier in the early first show, People need to do the research. Right. Um, tons of people out there that had like these really spooky, especially twins, you know, where they like know that somebody's dying or, you know, they call the person right at the time before they're going to get to a, you know, something happens. And I don't think it's all coincidence. Like coincidence, obviously, is there. I mean, you know, anything's possible, right? But like if like you get a phone call exactly at the right time, like 20 times from your twin sister, you know, before something, you know, you're going to watch a TV show and, and the coincidence are like the odds of that happening, like one in billions and you're like, well, what's right. going on here, right? And so what's going on is I think is some kind of like, there's this concept of quantum entanglement. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but no. well, you know, Einstein said that, you know, God doesn't play dice with the world, and blah, 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 blah. But there was this whole quantum stuff where weird stuff was happening at the quantum level. This is like the level of like getting down to the, you know, small particles, protons, neutrons, and even and bosons and, you know, neutrinos and all this crazy small, you know, particles that are out there that they keep discovering new and newer particles and they have, you know, polarities and spins and all kinds of stuff going on and colors. They, I mean, they created all these different weird names to try to, you know, describe what's going on. But I think something at that subatomic level, right, is going on. Now, the interesting about this quantum entanglement is it looks like things work faster than the speed of light. Like you can take two particles if they're married and there's like quantum entanglement and you send one like a million miles away, right? And you got one in front of you and you can like change the spin of the one in front of you. Somehow that one, when you change that spin, the one that's like a million miles away instantaneously also changes its spin. I've actually have heard something about that. I didn't realize it's Paul Klein entanglement, but yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about on that. Well, so therefore there's some way to communicate like at like infinite distances without like, you know, having a spaceship, right? So maybe, you know, telepathy seems like that. It seems like, you know, you could, so I think there's something we don't understand and maybe aliens or whatever have 
I mean, there was a whole bunch of uh, research done on on telepathy. I was looking know? into that a little bit. It looks like um, Duke University uh, by J.B. Ryan. He yeah. conducted, um, how many was it? It was over 37,000 tests for it. And I, get, I saw that it was um, ridiculed pretty heavily because it wasn't, uh, is replicatable? Replicable, replicable. Like well, you couldn't read, yeah, you couldn't repeat the process uh-huh. of the scientific experiment. Well, um, what, <clears throat> have you have you seen any other ones that have demonstrated more repeatability? <clears throat> well, I mean, there are people out there who can do like remote viewing. Like this guy Ingo Swan is a really famous guy. He was involved in the, you know, and I hate to even use these words. People like Stargate. This this Tony Thur is talking about science fiction, you know, the star, there's a movie <laughs> called Stargate, but a lot of times right. you know, these true projects from like the CIA and the NSA and stuff, you know, so, like, people like me are like, well, you know, it was this cool project. I'll just throw it in my book. And people like think that it's in the book and they don't know that it was a real project. But Ingo Swan was involved in the Stargate project and he did remote viewing and he got involved in like extraterrestrial research and stuff like that. I think with the defense investigative, you know, agency. So, you know, I, I mean, the research that I've done, I think that like, like once again, goes back to the theory that like, you you know, you can't trust what the government says. The only thing you can trust is that they're going to lie to you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, once in a while, they'll tell you the truth when it's beneficial to them, but usually it's not, you know, they want to con- control and power, you know? And so I think if there are people with like telepathy, you wouldn't find them, you know, or they, or, or they would, you know. Or, or the one of the two things would happen if somebody was like really telepathic, right? And the government found out about it, they kidnap you, right? Because like, because wouldn't that be the best thing? Like, you get somebody in a room, right, and you use them to like read the minds of your enemy, right? If you just think about how the government works, right, they'd be the great like warriors, right? The psychic warrior, you know, you get a whole bunch of these guys called Uh-oh. psychic warrior, right? Oh, Where, I, I, just, uh, I, I just did something telepathic. I think I just saw that book. <laughs> I remote viewed the book. Uh-oh, I'm in trouble now. <laughs> so that was related to the, the Project Stargate, if I'm not mistaken, that you referenced, where the guy had, um, he had an accident. He ended up kind of opening himself up a little bit to that cosmic consciousness. Right. And he was able to remote view um, anywhere, I mean, dimensions, worlds, this world, your locations, and there was other people who were very gifted at that as well. And that was just through the United States government. And then there were other uh, remote viewing programs for Russia, China, and several other countries, um, basically funding and testing the same thing. And they were uh, very highly successful at locating things as well. Uh, yeah, but then they shut the program down, but they always say they shut it down. It's kind right. of like Project Blue Book. We're looking for UFOs. We're really going to try to find them. And if we do, we're going to tell the public. <laughs> we promise. It's, like, it's, it's, it's just called Project Lie Book. You know, we're going we're gonna to lie to the public to calm you guys down. And, and then, and, you know, if we find something really good, we're going to take it into the skunk work labs, you know, and, and try to figure out what's going on. But, yeah, exactly. no. I mean, they shut down these programs supposedly, but like, if you think about it, you know, try to put yourself in like the government's perspective and like the war machines perspective, you know, if you're part of the department of war or whatever, um, you know, you, if you have people with telepathic powers, wow. I mean, that would be big, right? Oh yeah. You know? Absolutely. But the only problem is, is that they'd be, you know, 
Like, could you imagine being that telepathic person, like working for the government, right? You'd be in there and they'd be like, hey, George, you know, we got this nice project for you. You're like, yeah, I know, I, I know, General Johnson, uh, <clears throat> you want me to, you want me to, you know, spy on the Russians. Well, how did you know that? Well, I'm telepathic. So I just read your mind. <laughs> He's like, well, stop doing that, you know, because I don't want you to know that I'm going to kill you after the project's over, <laughs> you know? And because we can't let you run around town, you know, so the guy's like, you know, so the telepath, the last thing he wants to do is work for the government, right? <laughs> he knows right. what's going on. Right? Yeah, and, yeah. You know, because the government's going to be like, well, let this guy go and we're done, you know? <laughs> he can, you know, he doesn't know where we are, he doesn't know everything, you know? So, like, I have, a, I have a bad feeling that, like, the government's having a hard time finding telepaths. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Will, willing telepaths, anyway. Well, like, Ingo sure. Swan was funny, you know. He was, he really, I was reading about him. He was, um, you know, saying, like, you know, I mean, it just sounded crazy, but I think crazy smart, you know. And, um, you know, he, he said he found, like, bases on the moon, you know, you know extraterrestrials. They, they were, <clears throat> one of the interesting things was they were trying to find, like, Russian subs, you know. Mm-hmm. And he, he remember telling people, like, yeah, I got the Russian sub, but it's, I've got something more interesting I'm looking at. And they're like, what are you looking at? Well, I got this spherical ship that's like blowing and it's like above the sub. And people are like, what? You know? So, you know, I think that, I mean, it's possible, right? But the cosmic consciousness, I think, fits into this. So, very much tell, so. Me what you, tell me what you think the cosmic consciousness is, Chad. You're, you're like a psychology professor almost, right? You're almost there. Tell me what this is. You know, I, I feel it's um, basically, I mean, it's the collective consciousness, you know, the super consciousness that we all have access to, like going back to the oneness, the singularity, and right. everything happening at this moment is just what we pull from it. And, you know, our past and our future and right now are all happening, happening right now, basically. And so in terms of the cosmic consciousness, I think it's very interesting when we find different cases related to um, schizophrenia, dissociative right. identity disorder, which used to be formerly called multiple personality disorder. Uh-huh. And um, I'm not sure if you have, so I talked about this a bit in the book, but- really, I love your book, by the way. I was going to mention, you spoke about this in your book. It was actually, it was actually fascinating. Thank you. you know? Thank you. Oh, it, was, it was really interesting. I mean, like, I'm telling the, you. The second book. <laughs> well, not the first one. You kidding me? I would yeah. the first one? <laughs> I used it in my fireplace, man. I mean, up in the yeah. mountains and Julian, right? I, I use that thing in the fireplace. You don't got to worry about the teepee shortage. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing, you thought that book was so good, too. I was just you know, like, you I know did. What? I did, I, actually. You know, I'm not, I, I was 25 years old, man, but you know. Oh, God. <laughs> It wasn't bad for a 25-year-old. You know, I, I chewed but. off half my arm reading that book. I, I just like, I, I was more fun to chew on my arm than to read that book. But this last one, I'm telling you, you've evolved. There's, there's you, hope man. for the human race. You know, this last <laughs> book is good. But continue uh, on about this consciousness, this cosmic consciousness, please. Thank you. So I think it's interesting for, um, related to like, just say, dissociative identity disorders. And, you know, at first, like, you'll see people who have, you know, different personalities that come through and you're like, ah, it's just a good actor, whatever, you know, like they're just putting on a show, they're hamming it up. But then you start going deeper into it and it goes to the point where like each personality, not only could be a different age, 
but have a different set of skills, uh, artistic abilities or whatever, but also physical ailments. I, one personality could be like drunk and the other could be completely sober when they transfer back over. Right. Uh, Another personality could have a different eye color, Uh uh, different EEGs, different pulse rates. What? Oh, come on, Chad. What are you smoking marijuana again there? Eye color? You're kidding me. Eye color, man. Like, they can literally change their eye color. So, I mean, like that, when I heard the eye eye color. You know, I got green eyes. I got green eyes, Chad. And my eye color changes when I, people come up, my eye color changes when I change my shirt, right? So, but I mean, like, let's get real. I mean, I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to beat you up because we might actually have five or ten fans listening. But, um, you know, like. I don't think your eye color changes, dude. Exactly, exactly, man. That was the thing. That was the big selling point for me. Because, you know, heart rate, heartbeat. I'm like, ah, you know, maybe a meditative practice. Maybe they're doing the yogi thing. But they changed uh, their eye color? Eye color. Eye color has even changed. It was really fascinating. That should have been on the first episode, Chad. I think yeah. you found the aliens. <laughs> we got you edited. We, can, you did we your got job. Adobe you Audition. You. We got Adobe you. Audition. We'll go back and edit it. Catch uh, one, will you? Will you catch me one? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm hunting. I'm hunting. No, alien. don't. No, I, I take that back. Don't catch one. It's probably some pretty girl, and then you're going to end up being arrested and calling me in, in Japan and saying, bail me out of jail. No, no, don't, don't catch one. <laughs> don't catch one. Don't. I did this for Tony. No, <laughs> but, uh, no, no. I don't even know who this guy is. I don't even know who he is. He's nuts. Go but, ahead. You know, so, so keep going. Going a little further into that, like not only the eye color changes, but what's fascinating is consciousness is even there. It's not even associated just with the physical body. You know, sometimes it's like, oh, the brain, brain can do a million different things, Uh but they have different, uh, different evidence suggesting, not suggesting, demonstrating that Mm -hmm. like organ transfers, for example, person uh-huh. can get a new liver, a new heart, new kidneys, right. whatever. Uh-huh. And they go in, and I talked about this on another podcast a while back, uh, my friend Shofar's podcast, uh, where you go in um, and you check out, like, they'll, they'll go in, they have no artistic ability whatsoever. Right. And then you go and uh, they get the... Art- wait, wait, wait a second. Are you tell me if I change my liver, I can get artistic ability? Is that what you're saying? You, so not only artistic ability, so it's... Uh, oh, they cut got, it like, out, Chad. I shit you, you not, man. Be, oh, you got, you tell me like, <laughs> if I get like a liver from somebody who's got artistic ability, which means that liver's probably already screwed up because they probably Pearson drank and killed the liver, right? <laughs> There's a chance uh, on that. It's like cirrhosis liver. It's like, take a, a cirrhosis liver, put it in my body and I'm going to have, just, I'm going to be able to like, you know, play my guitar better. Those would be the next three, those would be the best three months of your life, Tony. <laughs> uh, you know, now, now I know why I would call this the crazy curious mind show. <laughs> so actually going even further than that, though, they okay. even not only, not only have artistic abilities, um, but uh, different other proclivities in terms of like uh, sexual preferences, um, athleticism, uh, athletic abilities. And I mean, it goes on and on and on. So, like, if we go out and kidnap Ronaldo, like that really famous soccer player, because you know, I, you know, I love soccer, and I just never right. play like him because, well, well, because I'm too old now. But well, he didn't have his case, liver. But if we that's kidnap where, that's him, where you went, that's where you went wrong. You never, you never took his liver. <laughs> so, like, if you went and like convinced him, like, I wouldn't just steal his liver. That's not the right thing. But say, well, he doesn't need the money anyhow, so we probably have to steal it. But so, say for example, for whatever reason, you know, like we hypnotized him and he gave us his liver. <laughs> Are you telling me that I could like 
play really good soccer? Is that what you're there'd saying? Be a, there'd be a chance. I mean, it could be it could be the liver, it could be the kidneys, it could be. Uh, Chad, the heart. this show's never gonna make it. We're, we've <laughs> lost probably like, like all the viewers. So, like, if I was listening to this show right now, I'd be like, <laughs> I think I've lost it. I think I've lost it. <laughs> I'm just. I'm gonna let you continue for a little bit more. I'm just I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna get a drink. So, <laughs> so even even going a little further beyond that. So all this is all this to me leads towards the non-localization of consciousness, meaning like right. the collective consciousness, the cosmic consciousness, which ties into telepathic abilities, things of that nature. But right. then you start going further along the lines where you have um, savants and accidental savants or uh, idiot savants and things of that nature. Yeah, and, idiot, idiot, idiot comes the word in this show, but go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I know where I qualify, but you know, like <laughs> Keep going. I had a had a friend's dad used to say to me, uh, "You know what? You're probably the dumbest smart kid I've ever met." And uh, I used to always just be like, "I appreciate that, man. I'd rather be the dumbest smart kid than the smartest dumb kid." Because then there's a ceiling. If I'm the dumbest smart kid, there's nowhere to go but up. <laughs> oh, oh, God. All right. All right. I'm going to tell you my thoughts on cosmic conscious, but I want to Please. hear you because I actually enjoyed your book um, on, on that. So you want to continue on that? or I'm going to... Well, no, please. I'd like to hear your feedback on it, man. Please. Well, I'll be honest with you, Chad. I think you're off your rocker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like when I read your book, it, it didn't say it exactly like that. You said some of that stuff, but it sounded like, you know, like it made sense. Maybe I was drinking at the time that I read your book. <laughs> no, but I, but but joking aside, I, I I mean I really enjoyed your book. But um, but I don't totally agree with the. I mean, like maybe it's possible. Look, I want to have an open mind. But like I, I always say, I don't want like my head to whistle when the wind blows. Right? You know, that means you like really open up your head too much. Um, it's. I mean, I'm open to the idea that like if you get the liver from somebody, maybe there's, there's something. There's some really weird stuff. You know, um related i mean there was i think there was a guy who who had like got like discovered aids or whatever and he found out that like there was memory in water or some really yes. weird things yes. you know and i think you're hitting on some of this so so i'm open to this brother i i am i just not there yet i gotta do my own research not no i gotta go spend some time researching the stuff that you just said my, my thoughts so, on co cosmic yeah. consciousness is um a little bit different. I'd like to think it's more scientific, but I, I doubt. I mean, well, I don't. I don't know. Real quick on that though, all those things that I cited for you, Tony. Yeah. Uh, that's that's one of the reasons the book took five years. Uh, like all those all the things research. I cite, all the research, man. Like there are the eye color stuff is in scientific journal articles, peer-reviewed scientific journal articles. Uh, the stuff related to the organs, peer-reviewed scientific. Uh, now articles. I'm going to eat my shoe. I'm going to eat my shoe. <laughs> now I'm eating my shoe. <laughs> All that stuff, like everything I put in the book, I made sure like above, even if I read it in a book before that, you know, uh -huh. another, then I went and I would research I, things like I still got to do my own research. Always, on this one. always. Uh, Never so, take me for my word or anybody at the word. No, no, that's very fascinating, actually, that you mentioned that. Wow. So, so my thoughts on cosmic consciousness, it's kind of like a little bit different. I think that, you know, because I'm an electrical engineer and that, of course, with little knowledge is dangerous, right? So I think okay. that, you know, what is your consciousness, right? Well, it's basically your brain. And in your brain, you have neurons firing. It's basically a mesh of electronics, you know, thinking of this as an electrical engineer. And, you know, a computer has a brain too, in a way, right? It's just silicon-based versus carbon-based uh, in your brain. 
And, um, and that's changing. I mean, like, you know, you get your phone attached to you. So that's carbon based or silicon based. And, you know, you become this hybrid, you know, in a, in a way humans are changing. And I don't think they know exactly how they're changing, but getting back to the consciousness thing, the consciousness is in your brain, right? That's it. But the brain creates these electromagnetic fields. And I don't think we totally understand electromagnetism. Otherwise we'd had figured out how to get these UFOs to work. Maybe they have, you know, but, um, the people obviously studying, you know, like anti-gravity and stuff like that. I mean, at least in the regular, you know, scientific community, people haven't really figured out gravity. They haven't, and they haven't figured out anti-gravity. And I know NASA and a whole bunch of people were, there were some things where they thought that they had the ability to reduce gravity by spinning wheels and all kinds of weird stuff. But, um, but the brain, you know, is electric magnetic field. And I think that, you know, you're outside, like you live in these three dimensions of physical and one of times, like four dimensions. But if you study physics, there's like, I think there's 11 dimensions, something people think there's more, you know, your brain is kind of like outside. Like, so like the way I look at your brain is like, you're in this body. It's just a machine, you know, but the brain, it, it, it supports the brain, which is this electronic machinery. And your consciousness, you know, like it's it's out there. It's out in this like cosmic already. I think. I think your con your consciousness is by definition almost cosmic. Okay, right. and that has to do with this telepathy. So like if you can talk to somebody, that means they're in your brain, right? And if you can talk to somebody else, like through telepathy, you're in their brain. So I look at I look at like if you, the visualize this. I think of like think of like you know all the clouds, you know, like this flat, you know, and all the brains, you know, are thinking in these clouds, but they're really not able to communicate with each other because they don't have telepathy or whatever. And but I do think that there are alien species, right, who who like can do this quantum entanglement, you know, and it's probably very busy, so you probably want to ignore all the alien species talking on this chatterbox. But there's probably like you know noise out there. But you don't have the similar language. You don't have a similar, like, you know, instead of eating pizza or whatever, you know, they're eating, you know, rocks or something on another planet. But, you know, food is different to them. Maybe they don't need food. Maybe food is just sunlight hitting their body because they're made out of solar panels or, you know, photosynthesis or whatever. So you don't have a commonality in the language. So you could be in this cosmic consciousness, but they're like putting out like Einstein equations and you don't even have the concept of math, you know, you know. Mm -hmm. So I think it's out there. I think that you can, you know, maybe extract some information from it. I think like when you meditate, you know, you might be able to get a little bit out of the noise, but, um, you know, the, the, I think that it's out there and I believe in telepathy, but I just don't think people are very good at it yet. You know, and, they, and I think because people don't want to believe it, like they're like, oh, you're nuts. You know, like there's no such thing as telepathy. I write about it a lot in my books. You're always you got wisdom in your books through like a, a very comedic way. Uh, that's one thing I've really enjoyed about your books is like you drop, you drop like scientific knowledge and wisdom and inspiration and philosophical insight. Wow. In, in a way that, that tells you got that cool $50 story. I sent last week. Then didn't you? <laughs> well, it just, it just got, up, it just got up a little bit after all that comments uh, on the first well, you know, book. I, but yeah. I, figured, I figured if I said all this nice <laughs> stuff about your book, you'd say something about one of my books. Cause you know, the only way we're going to make <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I telepathically got that from you. Uh, Good, my, wow, my telepathy's working. All right. <laughs> well, so go, go, please continue your thought on that, though. Man. Well, so I think that there's like I think that people because they're like not open minded, right? They're like, oh, you're, you're nuts if you think of telepathy and cosmic consciousness. But you know, religious people, which is most of this planet, right? You know, 
you know, we, we pray to God, right? People pray to God. And, and that's telepathic, is it not? I mean, like, right? People say, I don't believe in telepathy, but I believe in praying to God. And you're like, well, I think God's in your head, man. He's, you know? It's in the heart. God's in the heart. You know, if you're a religious person and you believe in God, maybe you're using telepathy. Not, I don't want, you know, I don't know. I just think that there is, I believe I've seen things like, you know, occasionally, on a rare occasion, you know, something will happen, but like, oh, that seemed like telepathic. Or, you know, or like when I meditate at times, I'm like, oh, I think I got some information that I would have never thought of. I wonder, like, where in the cosmic consciousness does this come from? You know? Einstein has actually mentioned that and other, even Tesla, you know, others have said like, if they get stuck on a formula, a lot of times what they'll do is they'll go to sleep, go to bed. I, after they had thought the problem pretty much to where they were stuck and Uh they'll go to bed, they'll wake up or they'll be woken up by the answer. And I know from personal experience for different things or different inventions, same exact thing. It'll come as a picture or a download or something else. Yeah. But, like that could be, I think it's a combination of both. Like it's kind of like your computer, like you give a computer a problem. It's like, oh boy, this is a big problem. It has to like run through cycles. And you're like, when's it going to come back with the answer to this like meteorological study that, you know, you're trying to study the weather, you put it into a supercomputer and it says, this will take, you know, five hours and 22 seconds to compute, you know, and it's like crunching away at the solution, right? I mean, computers have gotten faster and faster. Oh, and by the way, speaking of computers, where do you think the fastest computer in the world is now? Do you know where it is? Probably it's in our pocket. Trivia, trivia question. Where? Probably in our pocket. In no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. You launched a space shuttle with it uh, back in the day. But well, no. I, was, I, I don't think that the computer that they – I think my cell phone is more powerful than the computer that I use to launch the space yeah. shuttle. Okay? It really it's is. In my pocket. But that's it not really what I'm is. talking about. I'm talking let, about let me, these. Real quick, too. I want to make sure we go back to um, the neurological aspect of it in a minute. All right. Please, please continue. We will, but you didn't answer my question. The most Where powerful is, computer in the world? In the world is in what country? In what country? Well, I don't believe in countries, but let's, I'll play this game for a oh, minute. Oh, God. We're, uh, there we go. <laughs> which which I'll land say, is it in? <laughs> uh, let's, how about the landmass they call Taiwan? Nope. Japan. <laughs> is it? Uh, I was going to... I was yep. leaning towards Japan too. Yeah, the yeah. Japanese finally did it. I'm proud. I'm proud. <laughs> Chosegoi. Chosegoi. <laughs> oh, please don't speak your broken Japanese on this, on this recording. Chosegoi, <laughs> Tony. Oh, God. So get back to the neurological stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty impressed. I actually remember that. But uh, yeah, at least I knew two words. Good. You remember yeah. two words. I, like, I know a couple, but none of them are good ones. But uh, yeah, well, we don't want to put them on the show. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no. I've been ba- called Baka Aho way too long, too many times before. For <laughs> oh, he did it. All right, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to get that in there. Um, but so related to the neurological aspect of it, um, yeah. I, I've heard this compared to you know it, it's the lo- it's still like the localization to a certain extent, or I think there may be a distinction between mind and brain you know, the physical tissue of the brain and things of that nature. But one thing that I found phenomenally interesting related to that uh, neurological aspect of it was um, near-death and out-of-body experiences, and Uh especially related to the point when you get to where the person is actually clinically dead, meaning there's no EEG readings, like they're flatlined completely. It's one one thing with the heart. 
being flatlined because yeah maybe the brain's still functioning a little so bit it's like, afterwards like that, that used to be you like after a friday night like if i spoke to you at like at 3 a.m in the morning when you were like flatlined like basically. <laughs> you know i'm just grateful you didn't uh haul off and slug me a couple times when i deserve it so <laughs> yeah, I appreciate yeah. That. Like you're, you're a typical friday for. you did a lot of research on flatlining right like every friday night was a flatliner <laughs> for you every every other night was an obe man <laughs> when I lived in San Diego, I, I used to be scared. We'd be like, hey, let's go out and go to a concert. So I'm like, oh, God, Chad. <laughs> but, you know, but you, you matured, and I, I matured, oh. and I, you know? I remember matured. that. I actually remember that one concert. And, like, I know I have a buddy who doesn't even call it black and out. He calls them time travels. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's another one of our show, Time Travel. You'll talk about yeah. the concert you used to go to. And you're oh, like, man. I, you're, like, you're like in the zoo eating a banana. You're like, holy shit, how did I get here? The dude, San Diego Zoo. You know? after, after, that, after that concert, I remember, there was a hell of a time travel. Like where, <laughs> and the worst part was I had one picture in my head of it, and well, that picture looked freaking awesome. Well, but then there was nothing else. There was no other, evi- no other evidence yeah, of anything. I, 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 as you notice, but, after that concert, I never went to one with you again. But in any case, that I, I, was... I did think that was strange. But yeah, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but get yeah. back to the OBEs, which I yeah. think is a perfect uh, transition there. Um, so people like literally EEG flatline and everything, and it's been recorded, but they actually have gone outside of their body before coming back. They've gone and had a, either a spiritual religious experience. They've been able to view what was going on in the room, what was said by the doctors and the medical professionals in the room. I after they were already pronounced dead, like the doctors, like all right, well we gotta get this one down to the morgue or whatever. Whatever they were saying, you know, check his pockets for jewels. Whatever was being said, when the person does actually come back, even after flatlining, you know, because they're you know they're going, you know, okay, no, you actually have more of your purpose in life you have to fulfill go back down to earth. No, I don't want to. You have to. They'll be back. Yeah. Down I think you, body. I don't know if it was in your book. I read that someplace else. That's yeah. That's, that was fascinating. Chad. Yeah. And I've had, I had a OBE before and an Indian, well, near death experience. I, I would think, that, I think with your, with, with the way you lived your life, Chad, I think you probably had a few OBEs that you might not even remember. <laughs> yeah. You know, I but, um, clinically dead on my, in North, my NDE. Uh, but like, right. um, you know, uh, my friends did before they found me. But like, other than that, like, I mean, I think I still had brain function at that point. <laughs> but like, uh, some of these other ones, I think it, it just really raises the question: really, what is the brain? What is the mind? What is consciousness? And does it? Where does it exist? Yeah, I mean, and, like, you know, yeah. when I hear something like that, or when I read that, I forgot it was your book. You know, <laughs> gotta keep plugging your book. But, you <laughs> I know, know, man, this is the best, but, this is the best episode yeah, ever. I was going to say, cut it. This is great. <laughs> no, no. Like, no one's going to listen to the show anyhow, so it doesn't matter. Chad. It's not going to get book sales. <laughs> but, um, you know, but when I, when I was reading that, like, and thinking about that, like, as a, I try to be more a scientist. I'm not saying you're not a scientist. You know, you're a psychologist and, you know, and that's a scientist. <laughs> No, I'm just joking. No. Um, science but, of the mind, man. Science of the mind, you know. But you know, it's an, you know, engineers. Everybody, engineers and, and physicists, people like that. You know, I study a lot of physics. You think like, oh, you know, we know what's going on. Nobody knows what's going on. But when I read that, like, I was thinking, like, maybe, like, maybe there's some kind of like, I don't know, 
after effect, like the brain is electronics, right? So maybe there's some kind of like cloud, maybe there's some like vibration in the, in the cosmic universe, you know, or maybe that conscious, I mean, everybody would love to believe that there's life after death, but no one's going to know until they're dead, whether it's true or not. Right. Well, and then, that's, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I have a few different things on that. Two different points on that. Please keep going. No, you go ahead. Tell me, go ahead. What do you think about that? So one thing I, two things, actually, one is I was researching the stuff with telepathy. I, but the other thing, and I, I think related to the past life stuff, which I found phenomenal, um, James M. Huston, uh, Jr., and I forget the other, the child's name, the child, this child was three years old. Again, talk about, I'm not trying to plug it, but I do talk about it in the book. Um, the uh, child was three years old, excuse me, always had an affinity for planes, always had an affinity for planes. Right. And then especially being that young though, like all of a sudden the kid, like as his language progressed, but he's still only around three. He would walk around planes. They, you know, he t- they took him to a museum because he had such an affinity for these. Took him to a museum. He's walking around these World War II planes, and he's telling the parents the names of the parts on the plane. He's three years old. That's and pretty freaky. That must yeah, have freaked out the parents. Probably, oh, oh, we got a problem here, George. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. And so it even gets crazier. So, like, then he's starting to be able to articulate more, and then he's saying, oh, my plane... Uh, was located in this position in the uh, South Pacific. And, oh, it was shot down by uh, the Japanese. You know, I don't like, you know, people from Japan. And um, it was, uh, they finally, it was so much, they finally were like, we got to figure something out here. They started researching, like, planes that were shot down, you know, locations, uh, different stuff that the child was relaying related to that. Um, that time frame and that experience in life, they later came to find out that he was reciting the life of James uh, James M. James S. Huston Jr. And uh, so much so that they even took him to um, meet the surviving family members. And, wow! And, yeah, even the family wow. members, uh huh, even the family members were like, they believed that that's the uh, that's you know, the reincarnate. I, you know, as a science fiction writer, Chad, right? Like, it makes me think, like, you know, like maybe there was like a memory recording or something, you know, like, I mean, maybe, I mean, or reincarnation. Maybe you like your whole, I don't know, maybe there is this essence that just like floats out in the cosmic conscious or whatever. And it, you know, I mean, I'm, I never really thought much of reincarnation. Many religions, you know, believe in reincarnation, you know, that, that you'll get reincarnated to like the level of how you lived your last life, you know? So like, I wonder what I did wrong in my last life to be in this life. But, you know, <laughs> to be on this podcast at this moment. Well, with, with you, right? Like, like <laughs> exactly. I do wrong. To get you got to start questioning those like, life did, choices, Tony. <laughs> like, like, you know, they say your success is based upon your friends, you know? And I'm just like, where the heck did Chad fill in, fit into all of this? But, I think I was that wild card, man. <laughs> but, you know, with, 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 with reincarnation, right? I mean, maybe there's just like, you know, this backup of your, of your, of your person, you know, maybe that's your, you know, your, your soul, your essence. It's just a, a backup. It's floating around somewhere. It's in the cosmic kind of says, Oh, you know, when you're going to be reborn again, it gets in your body. But then again, nobody remembers their previous life unless there's like a glitch in the software. Maybe there was like an upload problem and oh, you know, part of the memories popped back into the kid's head. Or maybe, you know, maybe there was like, like some, something in the, 
cloud of consciousness that was floating around. It was just this memory string and popped into kids. Head. I mean, this stuff is just scientifically, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, it's hard to figure this out. You know, well, it's I very interesting. I think you hit the nail on the head earlier uh, when you were mentioning different, um, you know, water carries memory with it, you know, and That's we're weird. 70% water. I mean, actually, and I know we got to keep it because I think we've already gone over the time frame. Yeah. Um, I will, I will suggest to the readers or the readers, Read, reading readers. The this is not your book, Chad. This is a <laughs> they gotta, podcast. They gotta, are you going to transcribe this thing and send, and they, you're, you sell this as a book? Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Like I'll cut you in on it. Don't worry. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> we, I, I would definitely suggest to the listeners to research Edgar Casey, who was dubbed the sleeping prophet who had recorded over 14,000 um, readings under a, a self-induced hypnosis that he had like a ninth grade education and he would recite things related to medical diagnoses, past lives. Yeah. I, I read some uh-huh. of this from your book maybe, or somewhere. Uh-huh. Maybe, I, I'm, maybe, I, or maybe 14, this is like 000. this memory cloud thing. Maybe I'm being reincarnated from your book or something, but, <laughs> um, but I remember reading that and Casey, and it was just like, I think he did more research on that, Chad. Very yeah. fascinating, this guy. He would, yes. he would like, people would send him letters to ask, like, you know, they got like a cancer or something, and they'd send him a letter. He'd tell him, you know, drink two cups of chicken soup, add then uh, some zinc minerals and some, you know, vitamin C and this and that. And then, like, they'd get cured. I mean, I don't it, know if it was true or not, but I mean, it's just crazy. Well, the crazy thing about it was like beyond like the chicken soup stuff, he would have, he would, while he was in trance like states, he would give prognosis that would yeah. like the, the stuff that he would speak was like medical, uh, lexicon, you know, was, like he had exactly. medical he wasn't a doctor. Yeah. He'd be like, yeah, you know, yeah. on spleen, on spinal column number 21. Exactly. You know, next, to your, next to the mitochondria spinal, this. Yeah. Mitochondria. Yeah. And, yeah, no, I, exactly. I, and he had a ninth grade education, no background in medicine whatsoever. Well, the argument was, oh, he had a buddy who was a medical professional. Yeah. Yeah. Well, ninth grade, geez, how, how far did you go to school, by the way? You I'm still in ninth. school, man. I'm, uh, what do you, I know. I think, I think the, the, the correct term, the, Politically correct term is professional student. I know you're, you're other than PhD. other than criminal. You know you can PhD. whatever you want to call PhD. it. PhD. I just you know I just want to know I, we're gonna we're, our time's running up. But are you ever gonna pay your student loans again? I was asking that on the other show. Are you gonna pay these student loans? Because I I think my taxes have been going up in the U.S. I just absolutely, Tony. I promise. You're gonna pay every. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe you. I knew you're not gonna pay. The system's I, I, collapsing, man, and I you just, know it. <laughs> I just <laughs> use, I just use telepathy and. I was right. <laughs> I knew it. 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 Okay, Tony, well, I promise. But well, uh, it's, it's a cool show, Chad. I think people should just once fun. again look on the website. We'll throw some stuff up there and do your research. But this was fun. Thanks. Thanks for doing the, the second show, Chad. Thanks. You're welcome. Thank you too, man. Appreciate it. All it right. Fun. Take care. We're done. You too. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye.